You're listening to Faith at Work, brought to you by airaccountant.io. Outsourced controller and bookkeeping services. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Faith at Work. I'm Carl Grant here with Scott Hansen, co-founder and CEO of Allworth Financial. Welcome, Scott. Hey, hi, Grant. Good to be here. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, so tell me a little bit about your work life. You, you, you run your own company here, and you've been doing that for quite a while. How did you get started in that? Well, I started about 30 years ago, right out of college, went to work for a financial services company. Uh, back then, it was pretty much a, you know, we're, we're, today we're a fee-based financial advisory firm. Back then, it was more of a kind of a commission sales job. Uh, and I lasted there about three years. It just wasn't the right structure for me. Um, I didn't really like the, the economical structure of the organization. So um, started my own firm with uh, one partner out of uh, in a little tiny office like most firms start. <laughs> and uh, I guess over the years, we've grown to, we've got about 150 employees today and a uh, number of different partners. And so it's grown quite a bit over the years. Wow. So you also, you also mentioned that you're going biking today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going. I wish I could go mountain mountain biking. Here in my office, and and I'm talking to you about your work, and you've got 150 people working for you, and you're going mountain biking. Well, here's the irony. So our our firm specializes in helping people transition from work to retirement. We kind of focus on the middle class millionaire, those with between 500 and five million dollars of investable assets. Right. So these are kind of people that are professionals, have taken some responsibility for their lives, had something saved. And a lot of them are leaving corporate America into retirement. Mm-hmm. And the whole concept of retirement, I find terrifying. <laughs> and uh, I never want to retire. So I instead, I, I, I really aim for a good balance uh, and just really want to enjoy the journey along the way, both professionally and also um, in other pursuits. So things such as mountain biking and other things that um, bring me joy in life, I make sure I find those uh, opportunities uh, throughout mm-hmm. the week, not just uh, when I'm 65. Yeah, I've been told by others I've talked to that there's nothing about retirement in the Bible. I did find the word one place, and I forget what it had to do with it, but it didn't have to do with work. So <laughs> I think it was one of the Levites with retirement. But Okay. You've been married a long time? I'm married 27 years to the same bride, and um, uh, we got four, four children, two biological and um, uh, two adopted. Talk a little bit about that adoption process. You mentioned that you, you got them from foster care. How did that happen? Uh, it was never anything I had ever dreamed of, thought about, contemplated. <laughs> our youngest uh, went off to college. We had two biological. Our youngest went off to school, college two years ago. And uh, about three months later, just my wife had been serving as a what's called a CASA, court-appointed special advocate. And you're essentially assigned typically one foster child to kind of touch bases with and make sure they're doing fine and you report back to the courts mm-hmm. and she was assigned these two girls and um they were just going to get moved yet again to a different foster house and she sent me a text one thursday afternoon and it was i guess i felt god speaking to me like what about you wow. <laughs> and i stepped back and i thought uh well uh my, my wife's been a stay-home mom for years she's a phenomenal mother uh we've got a great marriage we've got financial resources and the house is too big for two people and the only reason to say no would be for hedonistic pleasures, like mountain bike, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, within 48 hours, we made the decision to bring the girls in and adopt them. Wow. And what age were they when you adopted them? Uh, six, and, uh, six and nine. And I was 50. Wow. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I could do that. that. That's a lot to take on. I'm, I'm, uh, 
you, you know, the same. <laughs> tremendous joy too. I mean, I must say they're just really delightful young girls, and they're we're super fortunate in that uh, there's not a tremendous amount of emotional struggles they're dealing with, and they're healthy and well adjusted. Uh, obviously, there's many sacrifices still on our end, but like most things in life, um, you know, it's interesting. The whole the, the mystery of the gospel is when you deny yourself is when you're the most full. Mm. I've learned when I'm just seeking what makes me happy. That's usually when I end up a little void. That's interesting. That's that's interesting. I need to think about that one. So, um, well, I mean, not everything. Sometimes you just die yourself, and it's not a lot of fun. But um, I think I'm um, dieting, and and you know, <laughs> I know, I know that's not what you meant. But uh, you know, as I try to lose weight here, I'm I'm denying myself. But I don't know if I'm so happy. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know that's best after big steak. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll be eating tuna fish for lunch. So, so you you mentioned you mentioned um, your faith. How did you come to faith? Well, I my parents split up when I was a young kid, bounced back and forth. We started going to a uh, pretty uh, significant evangelical church in Southern California when I was in middle school, and that's where I came to know the Lord. I was pretty serious about my faith for a few years, and then when I hit about seventeen or so. Kind of went wayward for about five years and didn't see the relevancy. And then a guy got a hold of me when I was in college, um, not through any major issues or anything, just started speaking to me. And that's where I put my faith in him in February of uh, 88 in my apartment bedroom. And um, uh, it's, he's been very faithful over the years. And it's interesting as I get older, I'm not always as faithful, but uh, I look back at my life and I could just, um, I'm so grateful that he never lets me wander too far off. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And, and so how do you integrate your faith with your work life? Yeah, I, I, the majority of the people at our company are not followers of Christ, uh, but our core values are clearly set on biblical values. And um, I think our just a uh, total approach to uh, serving one another within the, within the organization as well as serving our clients uh, is very much the way that Christ would serve others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of the ways, I mean, I've had some Bible studies and, and stuff within the organization. I'm not, I don't have the gift of evangelism, so I'm not the guy out there necessarily uh, preaching to everyone at the office, but um, we go the extra mile for people. I mean, I think over the years we've had uh, one of our employees, their daughter drowned in a tragic swimming accident. And That's horrible. I don't think he came into the office for six months. We just paid him. <laughs> we had uh, people have gone out for cancer and, um, we just keep telling the HR people, look, I don't know, I know what the policies are, but this is what we're doing anyway. <laughs> um, so anytime, you know, life happens as it does, we are there to really love and serve uh, that individual and their family. You mentioned you're not an evangelist. And I think that the work that you're doing there is great. And I, you know, I'd love to work for a company like yours. That That's really good what you do for your employees there. It's really kind. Um, you do serve on the board of a major evangelical association and that's our connection so talk a little bit about how you do evangelism without being an evangelist yeah well i maybe i do some evangelism but i'm not um there's something about the office where um i, I want to be very respectful of others mm-hmm. years ago i had a uh, a bible study at the office and others were saying that if you want to get promoted in the organization you got to join scott's holy huddle mm. And that really, that I didn't like hearing that at all. And I don't want anyone to ever feel that way. So um, regardless of their faith, if they are ethical um, uh, people and good workers, then I want them to have as much career opportunity as possible. So I'm really careful at that 
at the company. Um, but I'm on the board of Luis Palau Association, and I've known Luis uh, several years now. And um, so I've been on the board there and been involved in some festivals, and they do festivals all over the world. And uh, it's a really they're, it's a great opportunity to bring cities together. Uh, you know, some people aren't a big fan of mass evangelism, and I don't really view it as mass evangelism because it's really about equipping the body, equipping the churches, and it's great to see all the churches come together in preparation for these festivals, and then afterwards, just the unity among the body uh, and and the people that are being discipled afterwards. So, uh, I've been involved in that organization a number of years. Yeah, it's a, it's a great organization. Um, and then you mentioned that you've hosted a radio show for many years. What's that about? I host a financial call-in show um, I've done for 24 years <laughs> on Sacramento's largest AM station. And uh, obviously it's a podcast format now as well, but um, mm-hmm. all worth money matters. We've been doing that a long time. And, and you're a regular guest on CNBC and I, I see that you've written several books. Talk yeah, we've written a few books, books and uh, there's some TV appearances periodically and that sort of stuff. But most of my writing now is for industry periodicals, uh, investment news and some writing for CNBC and those sort of things. And, and does that help build the business? I, mean, I imagine there's a lot of exposure that comes with the, with the, the call-in shows and the books and the TV appearances. Yeah, well, clearly, I mean, it's all part of a marketing strategy, I suppose. But we've always had a really educational focus. Uh, so we've always led with education. We believe that the more a consumer is educated, the wiser decisions they can make, whether it's you know, looking for financial advice or anything else. So we've got a tremendous education focus. Mm-hmm. So, so you do the radio show in Sacramento, and your business is in Sacramento as well. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. our primary office. We've got a handful of offices for throughout the Bay Area, uh, Denver, and Cincinnati. And, and then you're in Lake Tahoe right now. So, do you have an office there, or? <laughs> I am spoiled. I've got a phenomenal home on. A, well, it's not. It's a small home, but it's a, on on the lake in Lake Tahoe, and um, I sit here at the desk and overlook the, the water. Yeah, and I'll take time out to go paddleboarding or kayaking or whatnot. Yeah, well, I only know where you are because we had a little bit of an internet <laughs> issue connecting this morning, and uh, I, I uh, I'm envious that you're out there. and And you mentioned you like the outdoors a lot, so so I imagine Lake Tahoe really fits into that type of lifestyle. Yeah, because there's all kinds of things to do here, both in the summer and the winter. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned that that you think that God has a sense of humor. So I, you mentioned that when we were talking before the show. I'd like to hear why you think he has a sense of humor and how you've experienced that. Yeah, well, besides uh, bringing two foster kids into my life, um, it was a number of years ago. I had just finished Iron Man, and then training for the Iron Man, I had, I had had a couple uh, books that I had been meaning to get to. Um, one was Experiencing God. The other was The Spirit of the Disciplines. Mm-hmm. And I, I hadn't cracked either one. I said, as soon as I'm done with this Iron Man, I'm going to get busy on, on getting deeper in, in some study. And Iron Man had passed. It had been a few weeks, and I was hiking the uh, Grand Teton in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Uh, there's some technical climbing at the top. I had a guide and all that. And coming down, I slipped and broke my leg. Oh, no. My leg. <clears throat> had to get airlifted off the mountain. And when I got home, I'm stuck. I had, obviously, I can't be very mobile and no hiking or running or anything. So I sat in my chair and... I cracked open the book, and the very right in the very first cover says, uh, "For physical exercise, profiteth little, but godliness is profitable for all, all things, both in this age and the coming age." And I thought, "God, you have a sense of humor," because <laughs> I was pursuing all these uh, physical activities and neglecting some of my spiritual disciplines, and He got a hold of me. 
Wow. Well, here I don't I think was. he caused the break of the leg, but uh, he certainly used it. He could use the break of the leg. I'm, I'm sitting here admiring the fact that you're, you're in your 50s, you said, and, and you're doing Ironman. What, what's an Ironman entail? Uh, well, it's swimming 2.4 miles, riding 112 miles on your bike, and then running a marathon. Wow. That's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> so are you back? Are you healed now? I ran the Western States 100-mile endurance run after that thing. So, yes, I'm fully back. Wow. Well, I, I admire you. As, as a guy who's sitting here in an office with a, a treadmill desk and a, a bike desk, I, I'm not running like you or swimming, but I'm... It's not, it's not necessarily... A, I don't know if it's always healthy. It's, it's my, just my, my addiction, but I guess it's a healthy addiction. That's a healthy addiction. It's better than you know, other addictions you could have. So I, I admire you for doing it, and I really appreciate you being a guest on the show today. I want to thank Scott Hansen, CEO of Allworth Financial, for joining us on Faith at Work. And uh, please download our podcast where we can be found on all major podcasting platforms. It's faith at sign work and uh, follow us on Facebook at uh, faith at AT work. And Scott, if they want to find you, uh, they can go to allworthfinancial.com. Yeah. Allworthfinancial.com. All right. Thank you so much, Scott. Appreciate it. Thank you, Grant. Good being with you. Yes, I got to have You have been listening to Faith at Work with Carl Grant, brought to you by airaccountant.io.